Hello, welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. I'm your host, Jacob Russ. I'm joined by my co-host, Joshua Taylor, and we are back, and we are playing with power. Josh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing just fine here. Good. Wow, it's been a long time since I've got to say an intro like that, and it feels good. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, dude, we uh, are here, just you and I again. There's no Chris. There is no Ryan. It's the two dudes who matter most. The Jays of the clan, Josh and Jacob, and um, yeah, we're going to talk about some awesome stuff. There was a lot of news today. Uh, we originally were supposed to record yesterday, but Labor Day, we just delayed it, and uh, thankfully we did, because we got some awesome news to talk about. So, yes. I guess, well, let's not waste any time, and let's just go ahead and get into what we have been radical rexing about. Josh well um, I mean we could talk about a bunch of stuff separately but I I guess we can talk about individual radical rexes then we can just talk about the breaking news of the day um, I'll go first real quick you know things are going well just juggling school and work and my new girlfriend Lindsay and um, you know she's pretty awesome we are always we're having these regular Mario 64 dates where we get together and have food and we collect about like 10 or 15 stars at a time and she's awesome at it so um that's pretty fun and we just uh keep getting closer that way and our kids and Riley's birthday's coming up this week her birthday she's gonna be four on Thursday man four years old and then her I'm throwing her her own little birthday party on Saturday and uh wish you and Lily could come, but, you know, you have to live in West Virginia and won't move here. Uh, I don't know when you're just going to finally come on over, but uh, soon, soon hope, I hope. I know you want to. I, um, I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I got her a bunk bed. She wants a bronchiosaurus birthday. Um, so it's bronchiosaurus themed, and um, it's uh, that's her favorite dinosaur, apparently. And yeah, I got her a bunk bed. I'm gonna put it together on Friday, and she'll come home on Saturday to it, and then have a party and run bronchiosaurus burgers, uh, dinosaur chicken nuggets, um, mac and cheese. Her favorite foods are corn on the cob, pickles, and watermelon. So we're gonna have all that as well too. And obviously, cake and ice cream. It's just going to be a big old shindig of food and fun. And um, I'm going to spoil her. Got my niece. I had her order um, the Land Before Time series, <laughs> all uh, all of them on DVD, the box set. And we're going to she'll get it for her birthday. So that'll be fun for her and I both. And then, um, what else, man? Oh, I ordered her a princess. Um, so Elsa will be here for $160. So <laughs> she better she better do a good job. Uh, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. There's, there's like about between five and seven kids, all ranging different ages, but Riley's the special guest. So, um, yeah, I got that. That's what I'm radical reaction about individually. Anything for you? Um, so I guess outside of the news, really, that uh, <laughs> still in kind of that weird it feels like an in-between time. You know, last year I had a lot going on, and then mm -hmm. 
maybe it's maybe it's COVID's fault. I don't know, but just kind of mm-hmm. being stuck at home a lot, kind of just almost feel like I'm waiting for something to happen. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, now my daughter did start kindergarten today. Um, nice. Unfortunately, not all the state is like this, but at the moment, the way it's set up, we uh, we were planning on sending her into school because me and my wife both work, and I have been working yeah. from home a lot. She works from home some days. Um, but we, we just needed to send her in. I, I don't know how everybody feels about that, but um, mm-hmm. we felt okay with it, and it it would have worked out best for us that way. We, I really want her to be around other like out of this house. Yeah. <laughs> like I love spending time with the kid. We 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 love it, but I think sometimes it's not good to constantly be no not stuck together like that. Absolutely. Um, so we were trying to make that work. Unfortunately, at the last minute on Saturday, they told us we have to do it remote at least for this week. It's a week by week basis. Okay. So um, it is what it is, and we're getting it figured out. Um, so anyhow, outside of that though. Um, I swear, I feel like I'm forgetting something else with all the, there actually has been, it's funny, me and, um, the last time we did an episode together was like a week ago when we did mm-hmm. two episodes Well, we, uh, the Battletoads episode, me and you did. Um, yeah. and then today is a strangely similar theme and it's just me mm-hmm. and you again. I know what's going on here, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, since then, what was funny is we even said, there's no news. Um, you know, there's nothing going on. And the next day was that Mario, mm-hmm. uh, direct thing. And yeah. we did that short episode on it. And I'm still, I'm still pretty hyped about that stuff, honestly. Yeah. Um, like I love the Mario series. It's, it's just, I mean, it's iconic. It's one of my, it's always been one of my favorites. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I've, I've went and played the heck out of Mario All-Stars again, just because it's on Switch. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do have to comment on Mario All-Stars real quick and let you brought it up. Because I have played with it in the past, like through yeah. and I never owned it, um, but uh, I really did admire. I turned it on, and I really admired about. I, this is old news to the rest of the world, but I was actually really impressed at how different and updated the games were. Oh yeah, I really didn't realize. I don't know why. I really just didn't realize how, like Mario One, for example. You just go look at the original game, then you look at that. It's like wow! It's like the Super Nintendo version of the original NES game, and uh, and the rest of them. So I was just really impressed. I really just admired it when I turned it on and messed around a little bit. I think it holds up even better. I know some people will say that's blasphemy, but I think they hold up better that way <laughs> than they than they do on the NES. Um, and and for me, I mean, granted, I'm a little bit biased. That's I'm more nostalgic for that package for All Stars, just from my past when I was a kid. That's what I had. Mm. Um, versus the actual NES versions, but so I really, I really love that that whole package, so to speak. It's uh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely looking forward to 3D uh, collection, whatever the name of that is. Yes. I love all three of those. Those are all great. Um, well, I'm excited to see how much change they did into them. For sure. I mean, it look, looks like there's a lot in there that they Nintendo does that. They don't tell us all these little <laughs> details, and we kind of just figure it out on our own. They, they don't. I, from what I've seen, like from Game Explain and things like that, um, there there is little changes. Like you know, and I've I've said it, but you know, a lot of people are disappointed. It's not like the Crash or the Spyro remake and stuff like that. But yeah, what like I I still really appreciate it for what it is. And I bet you it outsells both yeah. of those. Trilogies. Oh, it, it very well can. Um, I I I like all those games, but I mean, obviously, I would say Mario is the best of them. Anyhow, but absolutely. Um, but yeah, but just just seeing. 
it's almost like how we remember some of those games, at least especially uh-huh. with 64. Um, it's still going to look blocky, so to speak, but it's going to have that charm there still and not be not be an annoyance, not be fuzzy or dark, you know, or it, it's going to look clean. It's kind of funny. Like, yeah, mentally we remember those games being the smooth, clean versions that we see of them through the, the trilogy. You know, I don't know why. Yeah. Our brains are like that, but like, like when I think of Banjo Kazooie, I think of them being like smooth and and not rough around the edges. But that's what they look like in the remake, updated Xbox versions, not the '64 right. versions. I don't know why I think of them cleaner than that, but they are. They weren't. But well, with the Mario stuff, um, actually, one quick side note, actually, before I forget, because I'm, I've, mm-hmm. I've been all Mario'd. Out again, I kind of get on kicks, but uh, it oh, got me really? looking at mine. Atten- yeah, <laughs> you know that. It's yeah, short attention span. Anyhow, <laughs> um, I got to look in some at my Nintendo again today, and I think it was Ryan, or I forget yeah. who did it. Somebody shared with us they are bringing rewards. back physical rewards, it looks like. It was yeah. kind of a quiet thing, but like today they had a, uh, it, it was like a couple Xenoblade remake things. It was like stickers yeah. and Splatoon 2 postcards or something. Like nothing mm-hmm. super impressive, but... That right. was a good sign. I got all kinds of cool stuff from the Club Nintendo days. Back in the day, yeah, wow. Yeah. But, I don't uh, know why they stopped doing that. Like, I, I don't know. Everybody loved it. It's ridiculous. I I really wish we could get answers from Nintendo of America, like why they suck. <laughs> I mean, we, we get crappy rewards for pre-orders, and then... I remember I was yeah. really ticked off about the Super Met or the Metroid Returns remake. Like we got a couple things, like the box art was nice, and I think that we got like a keychain. I don't know some junk like that. There yeah. was like a steel box release and all yep. this extra stuff in an art book for the European one. I'm like, what the heck? I know. <laughs> Why? Do they think it like is that to entice other regions to buy stuff? Don't know. Like more like that to put because it sells better in America without it? Is that their purpose? I feel like we should be rewarded for buying so much in our region if that's the case. It's ridiculous. I really want better stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just do. Like what they did with Breath of the Wild at launch, they had the box and all that stuff. That's what all their big releases should be like. Like, Mario Odyssey should have had a big release like that and a special box, special Cappy, Mario statue, whatever. All that should be the case. I don't understand why they just wait for, oh, one random game, and we will do special stuff, and then that's it. I don't know. I feel like It's very weird. But, like, Metroid, I hope that they do it with Metroid Prime 4. Something crazy. Prime 4 package box deluxe. I don't know. But whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, we're going on a rant tangent here. But yeah. Josh, we need to go into the big news of there today. And I was actually proud of myself because I tweeted something to our group chat before you did. And it was the <laughs> Zelda trailer. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Because normally you were first, you literally, you were the first one to like, Message stuff like brand new news. I get all those notifications. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, 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 you were usually spot on it, and I was able to like just copy and paste it. I was like, man, okay. 
first with the breaking news here, and it was like a six-minute trailer, uh, an explanation of um, Hyrule Warriors, uh, the Calamity... What's the official title? Calamity... Oh, um, Calamity song. Give me about two seconds. Okay. And... As I'm looking through my phone here, I realize my daughter had got a hold of it and took pictures of her <laughs> like left eye over and over again. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity. Okay, yeah. So uh, what this looks, this is basically telling us the story that we wanted to hear in the original Breath of the Wild. What happened 100 years ago? We only knew bits and pieces. You saw the memories and you, you got bits and pieces of that. Well, this is actually going to tell the full story, the full yeah. war. Um, and it, it's, this is what's different from this Zelda Hyrule Warriors and the old, the high, original Hyrule Warriors was, well, the last one was just a made up story. They combined it, everything. It was fun. It was very whimsical and, and wild, but this one is actually going to be good. Well, it's going to be canonical. <laughs> like this is real. You. Like this is actually going to happen in the Zelda. It's not like a spin off with some made up villains. Yeah. Messing with the timeline. This is real. This is canon. Okay. And they're going to explore the the story in depth of how the war started, um, how everyone died individually. Like they're going to show it all. There's going to be a lot of death and sad moments in this. It's probably going to be a pretty depressing game, to be honest, um, from a story standpoint. And I bet you that they have big teases for Breath of the Wild two in this game. Yeah, you would think that would be a great time to show it off. Well, I was watching Arlo um, and his reaction and opinions on it. I don't know if anyone here watches Arlo, but oh, yeah. I check him out regularly. He um, made some good points. Like, Nintendo took away... They did not have... Or they did not do a good job at really telling the story within the main game. They wanted to focus more on the experience. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing this Hyrule Warriors part where they're actually going to really explore the what the story could have been more of through this and i mean you see the cutscenes. it looks exactly like breath of the wild it doesn't look like it's a third party off brand like a different art style yeah. it looks the same which is impressive to me that excites really me because i'd, I'd personally like I'd, i i've put it oh i don't know a couple hundred hours in a Hyrule warriors um uh -huh. on pretty much any system it came out on so I, I like the game um i like a lot of the characters i did not really care for the original characters and story like Lana and C and all that, I just found mostly annoying. <laughs> and, okay, yeah. and the story just felt like a weird fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, like it sure. Just, it wasn't that good in that sense. Um, but this, this like actually looks like it is almost like in the engine of Breath of the Wild. Like it's in the, the world sure and, and all of that sort of thing. So I'm hoping, um, you know, for as in some ways the Breath of the Wild story, for as somewhat weak as you could say it is in parts, I still hope it's in that same tone, so to speak. Just, just give us a little, little more meat, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's what's going to happen. I'm curious, you know, the memories that you unlock in Breath of the Wild. I'm curious if you will experience those memories in real time with this game. That would be cool if they at least sort of referenced some of it. Like maybe not show all the same cutscenes, but like you see part of some of those memories play out. You know what I mean? Um, maybe even if it's off kind of to the side or something. Like if you I really... Mean, I think they will. They kind of have to. If they're yeah. going to tell the story and you want it to match up with the other game, like the, that whole scene, spoilers, where Samus 
you know, basically has to defend Link against all of those guardians. And did, she like, did you mean to say Samus? Oh, I meant Zelda. Sorry, <laughs> she's way cooler than Samus. Or I'm sorry, Samus is way cooler than Zelda, but not the other um, M one. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, when Zelda like. Like you know, she finally got gets her powers basically. Yeah. To work. Um. That remember that whole scene? It was one of like the final memories you unlock yeah. in the game. Um. Like I'm sure that they would have to show that in real time. In the game, because that is a huge part of the story there. So. Yeah. I'm very curious, and it's coming out November twentieth, twenty twenty. Um. It'll definitely be a Christmas game. I'm not picking it up day one. This will be something I. Put on my Christmas list for my mama since I'm no longer married. So, <laughs> please, mom. Um, well, I got a girlfriend now, too, which she pre-ordered um, the 3D collection for me as well, which I'm very blessed and excited about. Yeah. But, so, um, any other final thoughts on, on Zelda? Um, probably not for now. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for it. They put a lot, of, a lot of cool characters, especially when they got into the DLC in the first one. So I'm interested to see how they do that, because that one really played into the history. Like, you had Marin, but you had Skull Kid. This one looks like it's just set in the world of Breath of the Wild. So I'm curious if yeah. they're just going to keep it to that and you just get really weird with it, or if they are going to pull, like, you know, Skull Kid or whoever, um, you know, back in from from a different timeline, so to speak. Not timeline, but you know what I mean. I don't know. Um, it's possible that... We get nothing until Breath of the Wild 2, and then like maybe there's like DLC from that version, that game, and they, they throw it in there. But I have a feeling we're going to experience something with Calamity Ganondorf, not just Ganon. That would be sweet. I want to see that. Um, like I really think that there's going to be a tease in this to the events of what's going to happen in Breath of the Wild 2. And uh, that's something that just wasn't covered in Breath of the Wild 1, you know? So. Um, Likely so. A hundred years passed. I'm sure he didn't remember everything that happened. Mm. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. But it was a great surprise. I loved it. Um, besides that, well, I think it's time to get into the topic at hand like you referred to earlier. This week's topic is actually pretty similar to last week's, but it's even better because it's the more popular. It's not the ripoff version. This one is about the lovely... TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and their first debut on the NES. Josh, take us away, man. What do you have to tell us about this game? Okay, so the game came out in, well, I'll just, I'll do it in order here. So it actually came out in Japan first, uh, which is kind of weird to me because Turtles is kind of our thing, but you know, they got it May the 12th, right. 1989. Um, and then we got it in North America on, in June of 1989, which is the month my wife was born and I was born the next month right after that. So this is about the same age as me. 
And then into power regions, August the 17th of 1990. Not even the same year. So they had to wait a little while. Wow. That was a little weird. And of course, this was on the NES. I don't know if I said that. But that's what it was originally on, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, what's your original memories with this game, man? <laughs> so with this Did you one, play it back in the day? Yeah. I... I couldn't tell you. I, I don't remember because uh, I've mentioned this sort of before. My dad sold our NES. Like I just said, I was born in 89. So my dad sold our NES probably in 91 to get the SNES. Uh. So any of the NES memories I have are kind of gone. And I don't know if he had this game or not. I was an Ninja Turtles fan, but like, you know, not before I was born. So <laughs> I don't, so I, I really, I doubt I ever really played it until actually really recently. Um, I got, I've got to play through it a little bit. Um, funny enough, the past few weeks, and it's. I, I guess I won't dig completely into what I think of it just yet. But yeah, basically that's my history with it. Is <laughs> this year? Okay. Well, um, it's not for me. I actually was, like I've told everyone on this show hundreds of millions of times, I have three older brothers, and I was born into a NES. And one of the games that we had from the get-go was this game, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, So, you know, I just remember from birth, I remember having it and playing it and messing around with it. Um, I think it's clear to say it is a kind of a hot mess of very difficult gameplay. Um, It does not work as well as they intended, I bet. But yeah. Um, uh, fun fact, real quick though, about the box art for the game. It's actually, if you look play it carefully <laughs> at it, Josh, it's not um, the turtles that we know and recognize. It's actually taken from the Michael Dooney's art cover art for the second printing of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number four, uh, huh. the comic book. Didn't know that. And. Yeah, originally when they drew them, they all had the same bandanas. They hadn't separated them yet like that. But at this time, to the rest of the world, they they were they did have their separate colors, but uh, they didn't have that in the box art. Um, they're all red bandanas, which is pretty strange. I was wondering weird. why they were all Raphael. I mean, he is the best one, but I that was I was like, oh, <laughs> oops, all refs. <laughs> oops, all refs. Um, yeah, the game, uh, the, the plot of the story is the Ninja Turtles, Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, and Donatello are on a mission to retrieve the Life Transformer gun from Shredder, a device that could restore their Sensei Splinter back to his human form. The Turtles' first objective is to rescue their reporter friend, April O'Neil, who is being held captive by Bebop and Rocksteady somewhere in the city. After rescuing April, the turtles must swim underwater to disarm a series of bombs set to destroy a dam, rescue Splinter from the Mecha Turtle, destroy a giant mouser, and find the Technodrome and eventually defeat Shredder. That's the game, in a nutshell. Um, the game is very different from its sequel. Um, the sequel is much better. It's way more popular. Team NTE2, the arcade game, which we've covered on this show. Um, before and I actually have way more nostalgia for that one than this one but this one man Josh it's difficult you start off kind of like an overhead view as if it's kind of like the legend of Zelda in a way it's top down and you're walking around and um, you can get ran over by (laughs) trucks out if you're not careful by the foot clan and their trucks they'll kill you out there Um, because it doesn't 
it doesn't feel like you should be able to die out there, you know? Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel that way at all. It, it but feels like it, an overworld map almost at first. Absolutely, yeah. It feels pretty safe, but if you're not careful, you'll get squished in turtle soup. Um, but you have... Uh, you got to go down through different sewer pipes to find out where you got to go. Um, and when you go down there, it's just a mess. I mean... There's mousers, there's there's random enemies that aren't even, like, regular Ninja Turtle villains. They're just there, and um, you fight them, and you hit them, and uh, the screen's very choppy as well. Uh, but, like, once you hit them and kill them, like, they'll come back, too. Like, if you just move off the screen, you go back, like, then there they are. So, yeah. you just it just feels like you constantly have things coming at you, Um Donatello was the best to use. He has the bow staff, and uh, he's the best to use because he has a long range. Um, He's good. You can hit enemies, I think, through the floor if you point it up or down. Um, So he's just very the best. Raphael's actually the worst because he has the shortest weapon. Um, He's still the coolest. Yeah, him and his temper. It must. Is that, is that, are you trying to say you got temper problems, Josh? I do. I really oh. do. Anyway, <laughs> so we need to put a red bandana on you. Basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> I wish that was a cool. <laughs> uh, talk about your experiences in the levels, man. From because you just okay, recently so, played it. It's been a while since I played it. Um, yeah, but well, um, I'm trying to. I, I don't remember the numbers to which stage was what, but. Basically, I made it partway through the third stage, um, as they call it, the third stage. Because these are, these are lengthy stages, so to speak. It's not like a Mario level when I say the third stage. What is there? I think I looked it up. I think there are six stages total in the game. Yeah. Um, so I was about, I'm a minute about halfway through, but I can't quite get to the end of that one. Um, the first one, like he said, you, you start out on the little overworld type thing there where you're walking around. And you can... Really, if you go a few feet to like your left or so, you can jump into a manhole, and that is where it turns into the side-scrolling kind of deal there. And you can switch to any of the four turtles at any time. Um, I think you start out as Leo, um, but all you have to do is hit start and switch over to one of the other ones. They all have their own hit points and things like that. So if you lose half your hits with Leo, you can jump over to Donatello, and he's good to go. If you lose one, you can just pick up from one of the other ones. You run out of all of them, and it's game over. Um, But, yeah, you jump down in there, and it is just sort of a mess of enemies from the get-go. Like he said, I think Donatello has sort of the longest-range weapon. But from what I was found, it seems like even with that, sometimes the other turtles are better to use, just like certain enemies seem to have different weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Um, But I couldn't find much of a rhyme or reason like why this was weak to to this if that makes sense like uh uh Mikey's nunchucks like for some reason they would hurt this enemy more than than someone else's weapon but there wasn't really any real indication unless you just tested it out yourself you know like there wasn't a maybe this would be a little too on the nose but like there wasn't a collar or a certain type of enemy at least that right. I could find out you just had to kind of experiment and hope for the best right um so that was just an additional layer of it being a little more complicated than maybe it should have been. I mean, outside of that, though, it is kind of cool, though, that you, they do each have their own strengths and, strengths and weaknesses and weapons and things like that. Like, I do appreciate that and that they all have their own hit points. Um, a little bit later in the game, I noticed 
by stage three, it seemed like I could actually like, like if I lost one, there was places you could save them and get them back. Um, so, th so that aspect of it is, is actually really cool. Like there's parts of this game that I think are, are solid, are solid ideas. Um, now <laughs> after that, what, let's see, where were we at after that one? After that one, I believe was the dam and it was somewhat of the same at first, but then once you really get into it is the underwater, uh, section Yep, that which is, is historically known as one of the hardest levels in all of video games. Go look it up. Yeah, it's it. I, I survived it, <laughs> but I think I had I, I managed to get sort of lucky. And you have to defuse these bombs underwater and not die at the same time. Like you have a time limit, and there's like I think five bombs I had to disarm. Yeah, and there's, and there's a, enemies everywhere. Yeah, it's it's brutal. But I think I had like. Four seconds left, and all four of my turtles were alive, but they each had like half of a hit point left. So <laughs> I made wow. it, but you made it barely. Yeah, that that was brutal. Um, the swimming mechanics were a little funky, if I remember correctly. Like I said, I, I surprisingly made it through there fairly quick, but I think I had to like hold A or press A to go up, and maybe mm. B to go down, something like mm. that. Um, so it wasn't the most comfortable. It didn't feel like playing Donkey Kong Country underwater stages. I can tell you that. Yeah, no way. <laughs> um, so, and then after that, um, I'll go ahead and get into stage three because that's as far as I made it anyway. You do get yeah. to jump in a, this. It is kind of a cool vehicle stage at first. Yeah. It's, it's back to the overworld map. And you get to like shoot some of these tanks and things like that. It's not mm -hmm. the strongest thing, but it's still pretty cool. And you can get out and go in buildings and get things. So that was cool. Um so I, I do actually, I do appreciate the variety that they tried to put in here somewhat. Yeah. Because um, most of it works. They just sort of overkilled everything. Right. Um, but I did kind of get stuck there. I've tried a few times, but I, I, I got some, I had to go in a building and get some missiles for the, the vehicle to take mm -hmm. out these barriers. And I've taken out some of the barriers, but then it's like, there's more barriers, but then there's barriers over there and you're mm -hmm. very limited on ammunition and I just cannot find where to go. Um, so that's basically where I've I've kind of been brought to a, a halt, so to speak. Are you, and you're safe stating your way through this game, I assume? Not entirely. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> um, I, I have used a safe state, but it's more or less just so when I turn the game back on, you know, I don't have to start back at some weird oh, place. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, stuff like that really helps when... You kind of have a crazy life, especially with kids, as you would know. Yeah. And you have to stop in the middle of a stage or something, and then you right. come back. So right. I try not to overdo that because I feel like you can kind of lose the feel for a game if you really abuse it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I agree with that. Um, well, I mean, I feel like at this day and age, it allows us to really – Get to experience those old games that you know are considered classics, but we don't. We taught we were chatting about this beforehand. You know these games, and it's a lot of the NES games. They're really, really hard. Um, they're brutal hard. And why is that? Because it's come. These games were made of an era where the mindset was make the game as hard as possible because it made um, the game have a longer life lifespan. You it couldn't did. beat it so fast. Um, and two, it was the mindset of like the arcade days where yeah. chuck in your quarters. How do you get your more and more quarters? And 
to this system to to uh, to make more money. Um, For sure, it's yes. it's some of those leftovers from from those arcade days, and just uh, w- one thing with the NES, like going back to it, just in general, and this is one of many games that's like that is you're pretty limited on extra lives. I mean, in this one, it, it limits it to the turtles, so it's a very smart way, I guess, to, to make that limit. Mm-hmm. There's not really extra lives, so to speak. You just get to go through the turtles. So that's kind of cool. But it really does just make you... You end up doing the same stuff over and over again. Um, and it's not, it's not as much fun as you would think it would be. Um, if someone is editing this... We're going to cut this right here for just a second. You back? What did you do? Call dropped. Don't know. I'm still recording on the, my own track. Same. I said something for if you edit this. so. You're good. Thank you. Um, anyways. Jump back in. Yep. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I lost my train of thought with it all I did too you were talking okay, about how I got di- you. difficult okay uh, sorry so yeah with um, how, how difficult some of these NES games are I think the Turtles did it smart uh, they, they don't have that extra life system necessarily in the the most gamey way so to speak you're not picking up one up mushrooms it's, right. it's actually got the four turtles, so to speak, as your four lives. So that's kind of cool in its own way and kind of smart. And pizza is your health. You can get health back with by finding pizza and eating it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's great. But it's still one of those that once you're out of lives, once you're out of turtles in this case, like it will throw you all the way back to like the beginning of that stage you're on. And in this game, that can kind of be a big deal, especially like for where I'm at now, I've noticed, because mm-hmm. it's putting me back like 15 minutes. And I don't really yeah. have time to, you know, and it's not like an easy 15 minutes either. No. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't play well, I think, in today's day and age, where I feel like back right. then that was like, you know, I would imagine you get, oh, I know even in the Super Nintendo days, you get a game or two every once in a while and you're going to play yep. the crap out of it. Now, yeah. Now, and honestly, somewhat, it's it's some of our own faults, but I've got access to a ton of games and for different ways, just over time and whatnot. I don't really have the time to sit there and and play that same way. So games like mm-hmm. this don't necessarily hold up really all that great. Um, right. I think unless you do have some sort of nostalgia for it. I, I still appreciate it for, for what it is, because like I said, I think there's a lot of pretty decent stuff here. Um, you know, if you do have a way to try it out, maybe give it a shot and see what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's it's definitely not one of those easy ones. We did, uh, uh, well, we just did Battletoads last week, and personally, yep. I really like that series. And I, I'm not saying I'm wonderful at it. I just I like the charm it has. It knows it's kind of a copycat of the turtles and things like that. It doesn't play onto that too hard. It goes its own direction. It's still hard too. Yeah, and it's it's it sort of still has its own charm to it, even with it being stupidly difficult. Probably even harder than this in some ways. It's a different sort of game. But I, I do feel like this sort of has that same thing going for it. Like, it is insanely difficult. But, I mean, you get to play as the four Ninja Turtles. So that's <laughs> that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the characters from the shows and things like that are there. So that's all neat. Um, so it's still got 
a lot of I'm trying to think of the best way to word it. I guess a lot of character to it. It it has some care put into it even with uh, yeah. some of its issues. And I would say to compare the two and this is just my own feelings. I I kind of feel like the difficulty in this one is a little more sporadic than say like, you know, when we were talking about battle toads last week. This one's just kind of like let's just dump a bunch of enemies at you at once. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'd agree with that. So, I don't know. Just kind of my two cents on, on that side of it. Yeah, um, my b- latest memory with this game was we had uh, we had at my old home that we had I had built, um, we had a game night, and we basically were like, well, Draven so good at games, he never played it. So we wanted to do something different instead of just play Smash Bros. the whole night. So we pl- turned on my Wii Virtual Console through my Wii U, and we let Traven uh, go to town on TMNT. And he, on his first go-through, there's no save states here, he basically, he got to level four, world four. He beat the part that you're talking about. You drive around, he beat that. Yeah. And then the four, you're in, like, these buildings, and you get to, like, climb. You're basically going up this building, and then... You're high up in the sky, and you have to... I think we were, like, trying to save Splinter or something, I think, is where we were in the game. Yeah. But, yeah, that I it was, it was fun just to watch Traven, like, beat out this impossible game, almost. He Now, he did stop there. Uh, he got stopped, but it was just really cool, uh, especially someone who doesn't ever play the game, and he got really far on his first yeah. go. Because um, that's why I call him the god of gaming. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> Uh, it's it's kind of my own joke, but he uh, he he did that, and it just it did it, it did go go to show that the game is very brutally hard, and um, but there is a lot of charm to it. It's not like a crappy like rush out the door game, you know. They did a they did try to think about it, and I think in the sequels, especially Team and T two, like they they did a much better job at just making the game better they the first one was not necessarily a straight up beat em up like battle toads was a beat em up yeah for the most part um but team and t2 <laughs> became yeah. a, a beat em up and that really just kind of took the turtles off into like that's what they're known for is beat em up games yep. i wish the turtles could have more than that um i wish the turtles would come back and just be better than ever i mean it's really a shame that they don't make any games for them anymore um, because I think mm-hmm. that in the right developer's hands that it could be something more special. I um, think that something like this could still sort of work, um, maybe even in a different sort of fashion. I almost see it as a uh, maybe not quite as – I know some people say it's kind of complicated, but maybe something similar to Donkey Kong 64 where you can switch out the characters pretty frequently – and get to different areas with, you know, different characters, or you need different weapons for certain things. Um, if it was cleanly done, I think that would actually work out pretty well. Or if they remade this, like an actual remake, I think it would have a chance. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, do you think Turtles will come back anytime soon, Josh? That's kind of a hard question to ask because I feel like they never fully went away in a sense. Like, if you look at, like, the cartoons and things like that. With games, 
oddly enough, like I know, like as a kid, like I, I was a big Ninja Turtles fan. I had the the bed sheets or whatever it was, the comforter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I I kind of fell off the train to be honest for for a while. I don't really know why. I never like disliked the turtles. I just kind of just whatever. Um, but I know it's always kind of been there. There's always different series and things like that. Um, and now my daughter, who's who's six actually, is not a gigantic fan of them, but she's sort of a fan of them. You know, she's got some of the toys and stuff. Um, so I, it's strange because I feel like they've still always been there and they have plenty of fans, but I don't really see them in games so much anymore, like you mentioned. So I would think, like, I want to say, yeah, excuse me, I would like to say, yeah, that, that they're going to pop up again, but I don't know when or in what form, really, because it just seems like there's not much going on there. I would... It, to to give you maybe a, my own guess is I and I could be a little off on this because I don't pay super attention to this franchise either all the time, but like with with Batman, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there was a whole lot going on on that gaming front until Arkham Asylum came out. So I would like to see the Turtles get like their Arkham Asylum kind of game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not that same genre necessarily, but something that is like them. Like this is their game. This is their own little type of game now and this is what's gonna this is what you're gonna know them for in the gaming side of things right i no i i agree i mean they'll come back and form one day i'm sure of it they're still owned by nickelodeon they're they're not it's not like they're not doing anything they have a cartoon um they are got more movies in the mix coming up you know so we'll see We'll see in time, but this is a fun little gem that I definitely have some nostalgia for and definitely feel like we should talk about. Turtles are were a big, big deal in the 80s and 90s. And, yeah. Um, so um, definitely is something of nostalgia for me. So how about uh, you want to do your due diligence and uh, round out the rest of the show, buddy? Sure. Um well, with I guess with this game in particular, I actually plan on going back to it, maybe, just to at least give it another go. Um, but other than that, really, I want to kind of get more into the sequels. I, I played through a lot of two. We might have cheated a little bit. It was on a live stream, so everybody got to witness that. <laughs> but anyhow, to kind, of, to kind of round out everything and to close everything out here, um, at least for myself... You can find me mostly on Twitter more than anything for the gaming side of things. It's at Whopper744Games. And I have been doing some of the live streams and such lately. Um, I'm in the middle of ukulele in the impossible lair again. Um, And I've just kind of hopped in and out doing other stuff like Tony Hawk. I forgot to mention that. I won't won't go on about that. But anyhow. um, But yeah, that's Whopper744Games or... Shoot, I'm trying to remember the full name now. I'm sorry. Whopper seven four four gaming on Facebook is a good way to find that through Twitch. All that good stuff. So yeah, that's about all I have. All right, and yeah, for me, you guys, just follow me on Twitter, Nos Jacob seventy three, and um, that's basically where you can follow me. And I stay active on the Facebook page. And guys, once you start giving us some phone calls again, we miss hearing from you. So yeah. we would love to hear you and just your. Nostalgia or some of your opinions on the latest news, guys, or whatever. If you have any questions for us, we do miss hearing from you. Um, but 
Thank you all so much for joining in on another fun week of Nintendo Nostalgia, and we'll be back next week playing with some more power. See ya. Bye.